here we are, back again, The Nun Show, episode two. Welcome, and as always, here in the Green Room Cafe, I've got B here. Hello, B. Hello. I see you've got your teeth in already this morning. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Just rinsed the steroidant off and uh, bunged them in. Super. So um, you need your teeth because it's the bread show, so we're going to talk bread. Oh, yes. Chewy I bread. hear you've been busy. Yes, I have. Well, I alluded to it in the last show, didn't I? I uh, acquired... Uh, rather than bought a bread maker from a buddy who was throwing it out. One. Yeah, and uh, I had my first uh, had my first go misadventure. Misadventure, <laughs> yeah. Last week, um, it looked very simple. I thought red, you know, basic bread making. I thought that looks all right. Get your flour, you get your yeast, you get your sugar, you get a bit of tepid water, you get a bit of salt. Though there's a bit of conjecture about the salt. You're saying salt and yeast don't like each other, do they? Apparently not. No. Well, anyway, you, you, you tip them all in this thing. Right? It's a kind of a tallish, it looks like a tallish deep fat fryer. You know, it's a strange thing with a basket, with a, a Teflon basket inside it and a paddle on the back of the, on the bottom of the basket. And you just, you literally chop it all in, not chop it all in, but just tip it all in and uh, decide how long you're going to, you know, what sort of loaf you want and push through buttons, push through buttons and, and away it goes and it, then it heats up, you know, proves the dough and lets it rise and then you hear the paddle going vroom, 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 as it, so it makes your dough can't see any of this of course and then after four hours you open the lid and there's a loaf of bread in there so it needs it for you, you know, needs it for you. Need it. Yeah, it needs it for you you don't have to need it you know that now, mm. you know apparently kneading bread is very important isn't it so how does it do that if it's, it's just got like, like a it's got like a fin on the bottom of the bucket you know the little the teflon basket thing i mentioned it's got like a a, a, th- a tin which sorry a fin which spins round or, or okay. turn alternates you know go, it goes round in a couple of directions so it, it turns the whole thing up and it does I mean it, it, I opened the thing I thought oh god this looks pretty good and uh, it came out didn't stick to the sides or anything and a couple of little white patches on it you know but I'd, I'd gone for a dark crust thing and I thought I did think the bread was going to be <laughs> I did think the bread was going to be white but it was more like a brown loaf and I think you know a couple I cut it me being me cut a couple of corners of course I, um, of course. Of co- well, I just uh, with a big b- blag of uh, plain flour in there, so I used plain, plain flour. So I didn't use bread making flour as such. But I'd, I'd seen people online saying, well, I used annual flour and it came out lovely. And I thought, I cut it and it was crispy and everything. That's quite nice. Not, not a bad texture. Um, and then it was first, you know, had a bite. Mm, not bad, not bad. And then all of a sudden it was kind of like a, a, a yeasty, sort of yeasty aftertaste. And I wondered if the yeast hadn't sort of, you know, uh, been bunged through it properly or, or whatever or didn't or maybe whatever, you use too much whatever you well I, did, I thought I didn't use enough it's, they just use a teaspoon you meant to use a teaspoon just um, and it all goes into your uh, your pot and bobs you wrong. I will try it again I'll get some proper bread making flour maybe try it as a deep fryer sounds like you'd probably be more successful <laughs> yeah, making chips some, in chips in <laughs> pour all your oil in what's for tea well. big chips <laughs> not very crispy no for the well. yeast big chips yeah, so that's, that's been my... Because, I, you know, breaking is baking, the idea of baking generally, like alchemy to me, I've, I love cooking, but I don't, I've never baked a thing in my life. That's the first thing I've ever baked, I think. I have to say, that photo that you sent looked like a rat had chewed it. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, well see, that was, that was on further uh, exploration of the actual the work, for want of a better word, because what we call in Ireland, I don't know if you call them at the end of what, what they call them here, the end of the breads, we call them the heel sometimes. We, we call the you know the end slice of a loaf, mm. the heel, either end. So I sliced myself a heel and put some butter on. It was quite nice. And then this, as I said, this funny taste came in. And I gave a slice to herself and she said, 
yeah, it's pretty good. And I said, isn't, isn't it a funny aftertaste? She went, well, no, not really. And then uh, my, <laughs> my son ambled in later on. He said, oh, what's this, Brett? And he sliced a bit and he chomped his way through it. And uh, he went, no, he didn't eat it. This is a strict thing. I, I don't know if I was being hypercritical. Probably. What's that like? So, you know, never never anybody to sort of overpraise anything like a typical, you know, son. It's all right. Uh, you've got a funny taste? Right no, bad. it's all right, you know. And next day, the proof was in the pudding. <laughs> because the literally input. in the eating, he sliced himself another bit of it. I said, are you sure that's all right? It's all right. And, um, but, uh, but yeah, the, the photographs, I'll send the photographs. You can see them on our Instagram, can't they? Well, if I post them, yes. Yeah, well, they, they, you know, you might have to put if up. If you send them, then I'll probably post them. Well, there's one of these sensitivity warnings that they're all talking about. You have to put sensitivity, you know. <laughs> if you're this offended by, by bread by, haters, yeah. If you're if you're offended by bad bread, you know, and look, yeast, look the and other sugar, way. Yeah, yeah. If bread, you're, flour. If you're well, yeast, it's not much sugar in it. Bread, isn't it? Sorry. Bread doesn't really have that much sugar in it. No, no, but it must have some, and wasn't it anyway? But that it's photograph that you'll see was well, was me cutting it when it was too warm. It hadn't, you know, it hadn't de-elasticated yeah, it like itself or something. Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it doesn't show it off to great effect, but it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, get them on there, get them on there. I, I, I could, but I you could. know what I did? Mm-hmm. I did something this morning. I got one of those um, AI, I got the AI thing to do a bread recipe. Oh, did you? That's <laughs> good. I thought, let's see what it Brilliant. does with it. So it says, preheat, preheat oven to 350 Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. In a bowl, mix one and a half cups, all-purpose flour and one teaspoon of baking powder. Mm-hmm. In a separate bowl, whisk two eggs and a third of a cup of sugar until creamy. Mm. Add, slowly add in three quarters of a cup of butter and two tablespoons of milk, stirring as you go. Yeah. Combine wet and dry ingredients and mix until just blended. Mm. Spoon mixture into a tin, baking pan, gives a size, and bake for 30 minutes. And allow to cool before serving. Enjoy. Mm. That was the AI saying it, but to me, that's a cake. Yeah, I mean, it sounds more like a cake to me as well. Because there was no proving or, you know, knocking back or any of that old malarkey you have to do with with bread. And and butter? But Yeah, well, butter, I was going to ask. Actually, that's the thing on my recipe as well, actually. My, My recipe said put... 30 grams of butter or something in it or something I can't remember a certain weight of butter in it as well um, well there's a Swiss bread where we do um, where you put butter in it let me just um, google it live googling on mm. there. yeah we were, um, it's called top. we're becoming famous for that actually this show exactly. is becoming famous for it's live our googling. skills isn't it yeah but that bread is called Zopf Z-O-P-F so oh. check that out Zopf Zopf yeah Zopf right oh, and it's the plated bread right. oh it's lovely I'm going to have a look it's at that have a look at that because we you know not to be outdone on the bread front um, plating Ireland, it is a bit of a, you know doing the plate plate but, do you call butter's it plate? off is that Plat. butter's off I've got a nice picture of a plated loaf here looking very yeah. nice looking like a brioche but doing that a shape is, is a bastard having yeah. to plate the you know the strands of dough yeah yeah yeah. but that contains milk yeah and um, I'm fairly sure it contains butter. It does. Oh, the picture I've got says egg. butter, milk, sugar, active dry yeast, egg yolk, it says on this one. That is absolutely lovely, that, that bread. That looks lovely. That's like brioche, brioche on there as well. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it like a texture like brioche or is it just this photograph? It's a bit thicker than brioche. Lovely, lovely. See what but we it's have. it's very similar. We have a, lo- we have a loaf in, in Northern Ireland. They have it in Scotland as well, which we call a plain loaf. And uh, the Scottish... 
call it a batch loaf, and it's sometimes called a batch loaf in Northern Ireland. The boring well. loaf. But it's a lovely, lovely. Plain loaf? Never mind. Right. Sorry, say it again. I didn't. Nothing. It differentiates itself because you have two main types of bread, you know, for everyday use. Back in the homeland, you've got either a pan loaf, which is like your wonder loaf, you know, your hovis, white, and you've got your plain bread, and your plain bread's lovely. Best bread for toasting ever. Plain bread. Plain toast, bread. Toast is annoying. I've told you that before. Toast is annoying. Yeah, it's... It really annoys me. Toast pisses me off. Well, just I can't remember quite why it's got in amongst your uh, your faculties. <laughs> <laughs> because when you're really, really hungry and you want something to eat, all you have is bread and all you can do is toast. But you yeah. want something really exciting and nice and well, tasty, but all you have is toast. Have you got an egg? Well, yeah, but that means cooking, doesn't it? Yeah, we have eggy toast, though. It's simple, isn't like, it? 12 o'clock at night. Simple. Loaded with chilies or something, if you're me. I'm not going to cook eggs at 12 o'clock at night. No, I suppose I will. Starving. Quite good. Well, to- you see, a toast is... Um, I, I'm sort of a bit sympathetic to your views on toast because toast can be either lovely or like eating a piece of cardboard. You know, and, and certain times of the day it works better than others. I don't know why that is. It must be how your yeah, taste buds... Toast is up. even worse. That's Sorry? the worst smell. Oh, yeah. And you're not supposed to eat burnt toast. So I quite like it a little bit dark, to be honest. Mm. No, just proper fresh bread. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, we've got a good baker near us. Excellent, you know, a, a, a really, really good baker. Expensive, but good. You know, and you can go in there and get, uh, they do this fabulous multi-seed loaf, which has got all sorts, you know, caraway seeds in it and mm. this sort of seed and that sort of seed. And get that, you know, put half a pat of butter on it. <laughs> so your cholesterol really level rise. I can see rise. you're doing a lot of walking now. Yeah, you well, exactly. on bread. Yeah, well, bread. I, I do love bread. I've got two kind of fatal weaknesses. Curry and bread. Well, the naan and the curry, perfect. Yeah, I love a naan. Love a keema naan. A what? A keema naan. Don't say I'm not a keema naan. No. Well, a keema naan is one which has got like a kind of a spiced mince inside. So the various different restaurants make it differently. Some some put it, apply it on the top a little bit like a pizza, but, you know, very thinly. Others put it inside the naan bread. Like Bloody Indian love. version of a mince pie, is it? Yeah, sort of. No, you uh, you would like. Uh, uh, yeah, next time you go for the old curry, out, get yourself a keema naan. Flipping lovely. Yeah, but why would you have a curry and then you have a bread with mince in it? Oh, it's just a, it's just a little extra texture. It's not it's not kind of like you know laden with mince. It's just got it's like ah, a layer of mince in it. I tell you what, it's like the, the actual the, the little. It's not called the filling or the, or what they put with it anyway. It's like um, yeah. Have you had the shish kebabs in Indian restaurant? Mm, well, well try not to. It's like shish kebabs. It's like that sort of. It's done in it, you know, done in a tandoor and uh, really nice. Well, well, okay. If I can't sell you the keema naan, can I sell you the peshwari naan? Never had one of them. Well, they're nice as well. Cause sometimes got little bits of vegetable, coconut, and stuff inside them as well. They're really oh, well, nice. I could like that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you would. Yeah, the. Um, and you can sort of you know, rip a bit off like you do, and sort of mop up your your, your curry sauce with it. You know, when nobody's looking. <laughs> As long as you're not dining with the king or something like that. <laughs> I expect he does. I expect Charlie's not averse to sort of, you know, jabbing his nan in a, uh, in a hunk of curry no, sauce and because they're chugging royalty. it down. Yeah. Well, when they go to the Louis smells, doesn't it? Yeah, well, you know, when, like when, when there's nobody, there's no footmen there or what. That actually, here's a point. Does, it, does Charles have uh, men in waiting <laughs> as opposed to ladies in waiting? It would be gentlemen in waiting, wouldn't it? 
Because the Queen, um, the Queen used to have these sort of ladies in waiting, didn't she? You know, the courtiers, which I have no idea. It's not a kind of a society I spent time with. No, well, yeah, I don't know what they waited for, but they were there, ladies in waiting. Presumably they, they were on standby, for, uh, five o'clock, <laughs> waiting for the bus to come. I don't know what they waited for, <laughs> but uh, yeah. They, so I wonder if he's got like uh, men in waiting. But yeah, don't don't fool yourself when there's nobody about. He's there in his underpants. Watching, yeah. watching Love Island or something. I don't know what he, what he watches. Feet up with a beer on burping. Yeah, beer and yeah, a fag on the gun. Burping and farting. <laughs> We're going to have all the royalists snagging. <laughs> He's only human, isn't he? Eh? Not quite. Uh, but anyway, no, I, I, I had a tangent to go off on earlier. and I can't remember what. Oh, yeah. Well, then let me tell you one thing. Yeah. If I look at Wikipedia, you know, the best place <coughs> in the universe of getting information. Ha. Yes, it is. It it's says... Um, 100% Fred, accurate, you know. Hundred percent accurate Wikipedia. Oh, totally. We yeah. believe everything on there, don't we? Yeah, it's yeah. written, therefore it's true. It is. Yeah. It says bread was central to the formation of early human societies. Yeah. Do you see? It's like the world is um, bread is the pillar of the world. Yeah, staff of life. Take it away, and the world would end. Yep. That's, yes, I think doesn't the Bible refer to it as the staff of life? I have no idea. I think so. Something does. Reminds me of an old joke. Uh, bloke's coming out of the breakers and uh, he's got a freshly baked loaf mm-hmm. in one hand mm-hmm. and his hands in his pocket in the other hand rummaging about and the vicar walks by and he says ah oh, Mr Smith great to see you there I see you've got the staff of life in your hand mm-hmm. what's that in the other it's a loaf of bread vicar okay <laughs> <laughs> Some old musical jokes. <laughs> I mean, this is the point I should get up and leave, really, isn't it? <laughs> Belfast Baps, that's another thing. Belfast Baps. That sounds rude. Yeah, Belfast Baps are lovely. They're like, uh, they're just like bread rolls, you know, that you get. Oh, all right, my darling, I like your Belfast Baps. <laughs> Belfast Baps, yeah, Belfast Baps, anything. But that was not an Irish accent, by the way. No, that was, that was sort of, sounded almost West Country or something. I'm not quite sure where that came from. But your yeah, Belfast Baps are fantastic. Uh, they're like a, sort of just like a bread roll that you would, you know, you'd make make a cheese roll out of or something like that. But they they're dark on top and crusty, mm. really really nice. And they've got like kind of loose flour sprinkled, not flour. What do you call that stuff when it's granular? Um, not not you know not white flour, but sort of oh, whole grain. Yeah, I can't remember what it is, but it's really lovely. And then soda bread, great for frying, and potato bread, great for frying. Mm. I've had surdow bread, not quite like that, but it's oh, a yeah, pain yeah. in the butt to make. Yeah, you I get the starter, don't you? Mine was called William. Oh right, and you have to tend to it like it's a baby. Like, oh, oh really? Well, oh it's yeah, it's got needs and kind of it cries and all the rest of it. <laughs> but, burp it? Oh, Do you have to burp it? It's hard work, and then you bake it, and then that's the end of it. You eat in two seconds because it's nice. Yeah, well, that well, reminds that me of a thing I saw about um, vinegar, where you get like a, some kind of a culture. And all vinegars mm. come from some kind of a culture, don't they? And you, you yeah, know, and you and get long, sta- you know, kind of... I think the one I had, the, the William, I think he was quite an old culture. He would, yeah. just came down the road from neighbours. <laughs> it was a horrible, yeah, gloopy sort of thing. Because the, the one I saw, it was somebody like Rick Stein or something like that. Um, he was at a, vic- at a vinegar farm or whatever you call it, vinegar refinery. Vinegar or, farm? Or, or, or vinegary. Perhaps it's not a winery. It might, be a vinegar, it might be a vinegary. And there were these things in Belgium. the vinegar. Well, these, these things in bell jars, and they looked like they'd been taken out of the body, whatever they were. I thought, oh dear, these look a bit horrible. 
Um, but it's quite an art. It's like olive oil, isn't it? Probably. Yeah, I mean, they, they sort of, you know, some of them, these vinegar aficionados will drink the vinegar. It's quite healthy, apparently, drinking vinegar. Yeah, so they say. Um, it's a bit like hot water, you know. Good on chips. Um, but eat, drinking vinegar is supposed to... Is it something to do with the acidity in the body, regulate yeah. that or something? I would imagine so. You see, now, just vinegar, chips. Are you, are you? Some people are very anti-vinegar on chips. I like vinegar on chips. I don't like vinegar or anything, really. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't quite like vinegar. Yeah, you can use Back it. Back home, it's sort of an old folk recipe to, um, if you have a fever, is you put a, a vinegar compress around the feet and that lowers your fever. Yeah, well, what's that old look nursery rhyme? It was Jack and Jill went up the hill, that one, wasn't it? Uh, anyway, somebody, yeah, somebody gets a, a compress of vinegar and brown paper put on them at some point. I'm sure yeah, they do. It's to lower fever. I don't know. I think it's one of those, um, let's put that on it and keep them in the corner over there. Yeah. <laughs> Shut them up. But I've got a recipe for, if you're ever making... Um, uh, a vindaloo curry vindaloo because the vin is vinegar no I won't no well I wouldn't recommend you follow any recipes because um, it's, it tells you to put some vinegar in you know in what you're doing in the oven and the, the fumes and the kind of you know the, oh, the, it, it, it's like sort of somebody's let off some pepper spray or something like that in the kitchen it's like really Pungent. really cuts your eye what my mum used to say cut the eyes out of you uh, it was really um, very uh, very very unpleasant and smell. I like you a bit of um, balsamic vinegar, though, don't oh, you? Oh yeah. Oh, I've got I've got a really nice old bottle of balsamic vinegar. It's apparently quite expensive. I yeah. See. Well, it probably is now. I think I paid about a tenner for it at the time, and I use it sparingly. I use it to make sauces with sometimes. I mean, it's probably health and safety would probably sort of you know get men in white suits to take it out now, but it's um it's fine. I've used it in things, and I'm still I think here. It doesn't to go off because it isn't really good use to yeah, um, preserve stuff. It's, pre- it's preservative, isn't it? Well, mm. I, I always well we, we're on to the nose test now, aren't we? You know about your food and your dates. I mean, if I give it a sniff and it doesn't smell like it's going to kill me, I'll probably use it. Really, to be honest. Yeah, as long as nothing growing on it. Oh yeah, well, you cut the mold off. Well, you can actually some things. You just cut it off and continue, don't you? Cheese, you just cut them all off. And reminds me of my, reminds me of when I was a youth. Uh, my first job was working in the civil service back in Belfast. And there was this sort of lady who seemed incredibly old to me at the time. She was probably about 30 or something like that. And uh, anyway, she used to, she was from the countryside and she used to sort of bring in stuff. And I remember one day she was sitting, was sitting there eating sandwiches and there were green bits on it. I said, for God's sake, there's mould in that. Oh, it won't do you any harm, she said. And, Tore the mould off and threw it in the wastepaper. <laughs> <laughs> mm, but I do think we're too clean. Yeah, we are. Well, um, another old saying: somebody said, "You'll eat a bag of dirt before you die." You know, probably true. Actually, it probably is true. Actually, you know, I think that's why a lot of people are. You know, I think probably why things like eczema and asthma is on the up because people are just too clean. We yeah, to I, I think so. <coughs> we're we're, we're we dirt in life. Living a very sanitised society in many respects, don't we? Mm. Um, we get sick when we go abroad. That's yeah, why. yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I remember being frightened. Actually, not frightened, but had trepidation. Shows you how sort of <laughs> what, what sheltered life I led. The first time I went to Spain was probably in the nineteen eighties, in the early nineteen eighties, mm. and I was worried about the water. Can I drink the water and stuff like that? Because <laughs> a lot of myths about you know in Britain, if you went abroad, you caught something. Or yeah, you, you know, you, we you had know. that coming to England, saying, oh, don't drink the water in England. Yeah, and I think that's why, you know, because we would always go self-catering, so I always, always loved going down to Supermercado and, you know, getting fresh fish and all this sort of stuff. Mm. But there was always a cluster of people, you know, around the, you know, 
Campbell's baked beans and the Heinz spaghetti hoops and all that sort of stuff. Oh, look, you can get it here. (laughs) Oh, God. I thought, well, it does not really defeat the object of going away. What's the point, you know, going away to get, you know, Libby's corned beef or something like that, or Frey Bentos corned beef. Especially if you go to Spain, it's got all this lovely food, and then you have baked beans. I know you're there, and your craft craft dairy-ly triangles. (laughs) Oh, gee. Not even cheese. It's like hardly done cheese. No, it's not. I don't know what that stuff is. It's white, white globulous stuff, isn't it? I don't know what it is. I don't think it's. Don't think it's seen cheese, let alone call itself cheese. Oh, I had some cheeses over the years that was amazing. Yeah. But I had one that um, I had it sent over here during summer, and I don't think it's um, it's survived. Oh really? <laughs> because it gave me bad diarrhoea. Oh dear. I won't go into details, obviously, but uh, it was awful. Men in the hazmat suits. Sort of come yeah. come down to your house to take it away. It smelled nice. Oh, ah, t- oh, yeah. And this is another true story as Jeez, well. Um, you know, when I, I went mad one time for cooking sort of Indonesian and Malaysian food, and there's there's a stuff you get called not oh gosh, it's a fish something. It's it's called fish paste or something like that, and mm. it it looks like a it's just a brown sort of a brown block. Brown's um, never good. Jesus, it's oh the stink of this thing! It, it was um, it, it gets a real pungent. You know, you use a tiny little bit of it, and uh, in the end, in the end, we <laughs> we had to take it out in the car and uh, find you know one of these waste paper bins that's attached to a lamppost and throw it in there because it, it, we all threw it in the bin and it was still stinking the place. It didn't, I thought, didn't dig it into the earth. It didn't give it a burial or anything. No, we just sort of just dumped it in the uh, dumped it in the bin. <laughs> Global warming because of you, because that thing stunk. Yeah, it was, oh, what is it? It's not fish paste, it's fish. Oh dear, don't don't get it anyway. It's horrible stuff. Uh, you no, know, I won't. No, yeah, of course. No, we've been talking for 23 minutes now. <laughs> yeah, about nothing. Absolutely about nothing. nothing. Is this, did we do this again? Yeah. What um, should we talk about next time? Well, oh, we haven't got a theme for the next one, have we? No, we need to. Oh, I tell you what, I was going to talk about in a little while. We, we, we could maybe we could add a little bit of heft to the show for next week and talk about these um, chat GPT. Oh, yeah, that's that. Well, yes, we can sort of give a draft. Brian, that, really, that, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, because I mean, being writers, of course, uh, I was very concerned to see that you know there's a well-known agency has been inundated with. Chat GPT manuscripts and they've had to close their submissions portal. Wow. Because of that. And that's the thin end of the wage, I think. The thin end of the wage of the bread. The wage, hmm? Yeah, yeah. Well, talking about wages, I've still got a bit of that bread left. I could cut it into a triangle, couldn't I? You haven't got that bread left still. <laughs> no, have you? no, it, it saw the bin at the weekend. Exactly, the bin. The bin, yeah. yeah the bin sort of, I tried to lift the bin out of the bin and it was sort of, you know, the big bin. And it was super heavy. <laughs> kill somebody with that bit of bread in there. Yeah, I could have. Yeah. around somebody's head. Could have got it. Yeah, so will uh, you make more bread in that bread, make, bread maker, or have you given up on it? Oh no, well, no, no. I, I was heartened by the fact that you know it was. I, I, I was aware that I'd cut some corners on it, so I thought, well, next time I'll do it properly. Um, the actual, the actual thing itself worked well. I, I just need to find out why it tasted a bit. For me, it tasted a bit metallic at the end. Mm. It was kind of nice. It's up. Mm. And there's a sort of metallic-y, yeasty, earthy taste then. I thought, oh, I don't like that. No, that sounds weird. It wasn't off, you know, and I lived to tell the tale, <coughs> so it wasn't anything wrong with it or anything like that. But I'll, I'll, I'll just... Uh, I'll, that was a simple... I'll try and find more recipes, and I'll, I'll report mm. back. 
with more. Um, well, good luck with that. Yes, I will. And I'm bored uh, now. I'm going. Yeah, I'm. Bo- <laughs> I've had enough bread. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't exactly give it a forensic doing, did we? But you know, there's enough. There's enough bread stories in there, and uh, I <laughs> hope. Uh, I hope your bell, your doorbell goes later on, and it's supposed to with the books. Oh which, yes, yes. Which is a the clumsy, which is a clumsy way of uh, introducing the books motif again, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> we, we should go. have done that at the beginning, really, shouldn't we? We should have done. These uh, people are probably given up by now. Now, well, I, well, well I would imagine, you know, such is the scintillating quality of this show that you know anybody who's casually listening to this will have, by the time they've got this far, gathered the you whole know, family round. You know, killed themselves. No, they've gone and they're, you know, dad's out. Dad, dad, come and hear this show. Mum, mum, stop baking. You know, they are so witty. And and, uh, <laughs> and there was one person to begin with, and probably each each person I listened to this part of the show because I've been so drawn in. It's probably about twenty, I would say, wouldn't you? Oh, at least. At least, you know. So, um, so, so all of you twenty gathered together round whatever it is you listen to your smart speaker or your laptop or your phone. You need to get yourselves over to Amazon, where you will find the Quester's Guide to Saving It, the world that is, and saving it, the other world this time. Both um, beautifully jacketed by uh, B, who did the illustrations, <laughs> and very nice together they look too, I have to say. And uh, and if you're prepared to want the book, to hold the book in your hand, uh, then six ninety nine. that's all you have to spring on it uh, for, for each book. Oh, my phone let me down at the end. Gee, that's an order. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was an order just in. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Dear Green Cows, this is your Amazon account. You are inundated with orders. Uh, please send more stock. Well, that's good. So you better move quickly. So six ninety nine for the paperback, and uh, two ninety nine for the le- the, the electrocuted one. <laughs> the electrocuted one. The electrocuted, electrified, electric. The Electro- ebook. Electri- the e. The ebook. Yes. yes. So there you go. There we go, and uh, we're gonna go. Yeah. Oh, just before we go, I had Brian sent me an email. Did he send one to you as well? No. I thought you were going to read it out. Uh, oh, uh, dear B and John, I'm rather concerned that the uh, everything's gone a little bit quiet on the show front. We are going back again, aren't we? Please tell me. P.S. Waiting to hear about an audition. Lots of love, Brian. No, that's the email just coming. Yeah, in. <laughs> <laughs> so your best response is. Um, Sorry, who's this or something? Yeah, who's this? Yeah, what do we know you? Anyway, I'm just dropping everything here at the moment. Everything around me is falling apart. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Well, well, without further ado, and uh, we're gonna go. Time to go, isn't it? Yes, go for um, no toast because toast is annoying. But nope. we're gonna have breakfast. Yeah, I'm gonna go for a cup of coffee. I'm gonna go and do me shopping. Do me shopping. Get me wheelie out. Do me shopping and. Uh, See you later. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Bye.